Hey, welcome to Buy a House, Sell a House. My name is Marcus Tuttle, your host. My goal with this podcast is to give real value toward your general knowledge base of the trends, news, and metrics of not only one of the main drivers of the world economies, but also a major part of our lives where we live and the community around us. Of course, I'm talking about real estate. I want to thank you for joining me, and I do hope it is of value. Hello, everybody. This is Marcus Tuttle. Welcome to Buy a House, Sell a House. It's my introductory episode for my podcast and YouTube channel for these episodes. And I'll just tell you my goal, and that is to, one, not put you to sleep, and two, provide actionable information or at least informative information surrounding the real estate industry, trends, values, the economy in general with relation to uh, real estate, uh, residential real estate mainly, but uh, not to say that I'll not veer into the commercial space. But this is an uh, interesting topic for anybody. What I've found is that the the news channels, the news sources, will um, talk about a blurb about it, but I really didn't find an interesting news source solely for real estate. And uh, I think I'll keep these about 30, 40 minutes. I think that would be all anybody would want to listen to me for. But again, it is geared toward uh, informative and actionable information that is based in the the foundations of the newsmakers, the news reporters. I'm not I'm not researching it myself. I'm I'm just um, what do you call it? Curating or uh, gleaning the facts that I feel are interesting or at least pertinent to daily conversations and the decisions that you make with regard to real estate. So uh, obviously we're in a competitive offer situation in many of the cities, uh, many of the, the top cities, including my own. And I listen to agents in the Bay Area, Nashville, Southwest Florida, uh, and they are all in a similar position with competitive offers being the norm and appreciation exceeding what the appraiser will give value for. So quite an interesting time. And it's it's geared toward um, conversely, as we thought, uh, we thought we'd be in a situation like 08 with the beginning of the pandemic uh, to something that's totally opposite that mm, I don't think everybody forecasted, certainly not me. I was prepared for some kind of contraction. So one of the main news channels is Inman News, which is well-respected within the industry. And they also uh, glean information and interview uh, people like economists uh, from the National Association of Realtors, home builders, uh, as well as different news sources and their own writer's opinion. So I feel like it's a solid start for uh, understanding what the market is. And uh, let's just talk about uh, the in- increased values that have that have come our way. Um, so CoreLogic is a, is a major um, information gathering company. And um, so this is right, right off the press, February 2nd. Uh, across the country, reaching uh, 9.2% growth, an increase not seen since December 14. Uh, it's, the pandemic hasn't proven to be a deterrent, like I talked about, in record high growth value that we've been seeing. And according to the latest data from CoreLogic, 
annual inventory dropped below 24%, and that is uh, below 2019 levels, while home values rolled 1% between November and December. So month over month, just 1% from the previous month. And on average, home prices grew by 5.7% each month in 2020, compared to 3.8% growth in 2019. And even if a slight dip came among fears and uncertainty surrounding the uh, pandemic in April. So, but high demand has been coupled with low inventory. And again, sellers, maybe they're thinking not to sell, see if they can get more value out of their property. Um, But it's just a perfect storm for a challenging market for anyone looking to buy or make the leap to ownership for the first time. Um, So, there is going to be people who are not going to be able to make their payments. They're in deferment right now, but that hasn't hit. It's about to, uh, I don't see that that would really flood the market with anything, but perhaps it'll free up some inventory. Um, but at the start of the pandemic, many braced for a great recessionary collapse. Uh, this is from the CEO of CoreLogic, but the market conditions leading into the crisis, low home supply, desire for more space and millennial demand, have amplified the rapid acceleration of home prices. So all 10 of the biggest cities in the country saw their home prices rise, while states like Idaho, Indiana, Maine saw even higher growth of 19.1%, 16%, and 15% respectively. And multiple factors have come together to create the current situation. Um, Low mortgage rates are pushing many to want to buy quickly, even while the inventory uh, shortages are fueling high prices in competition. Need to hydrate here. So to top it off, many homeowners, as I said, they're they're seeing if they can get more money out of it. And the two record lows are fueling the home price gains, and that's uh, inventory and mortgage rates. So this is an economist at CoreLogic. Uh, prospective sellers with flexible timetables have opted to delay and we can expect more inventory to come available in the second half of the year, leading to a slowing in price growth toward the end of the year. And the numbers I've, I've paid attention to are more like 6% growth. Although I have to say that um, real estate markets are hyper-local, meaning the, the area or pocket of, of an area can really buck the trend. Um, so... This inventory plunges to an all-time low, especially in rural areas. So people in the pandemic, they want to work remotely. And the homes for sale in rural areas, uh, the sales, I suspect, from lack of inventory were down 44%, uh, driving an all-time low in active listings. This is from Redfin. Um, Suburban areas, homes for sale in suburban areas fell significantly by 38% 38% compared to the same period. Um, drop in supply again. Uh, this theme is coming up. And the shortage of homes, which is down 34% year over year to a four-week rolling average of um, 528,000 active listings. So urban areas only saw 16.9% decline, which is less than the rural and suburban areas. And there must just be more inventory or higher prices. And, and perhaps that's, 
that makes sense that they're freeing up more inventory by moving away from the centers and and taking up that slack in the in the suburban or rural areas so this all makes sense how these trends are working uh, urban um, the urban home buyers still may have an easier time when the builders get mobilized and and have more faith in starting to branch out to those suburban and uh, urban uh, rural areas and start building their houses there there might be less operators in the in the urban areas to and further make make inventory searches a challenge for urban home shoppers um Surging home demand hasn't helped with inventory. Again, with that theme of the sellers kind of holding off. And uh, this is interesting. And so suburban homes spent the fewest days on the market at 30 days, rural 39, and urban 36. So these figures represent sales 22 days faster, 29 and 14 days faster than a year ago, respectively. Um, prices have big, big games and then in the median home price sales, 290, still not as significant as the, um, so the, the gains in median home sale prices in rural areas is up 16% year over year to 290,000 and still not as significant a gain as the 17% gain, uh, seen in November suburban home prices. Uh, in November. Okay. I kind of goofed that up, but suburban home prices increased 14 and a half percent to a median of 330 and urban prices, uh, 15.2 to 288. Both gains were the largest annual increases in prices for these neighborhood types since 2017. So, uh, yeah, this is all kind of pointing to that trend. So interesting point, um, from the Keller Williams economist, Ruben Gonzalez, he said that the industries that were mostly most severe severely impacted are those which haven't paid wages high enough to enable ownership home ownership. Uh, while the high paying sectors have seen less loss of employment and high earners appear to have increased savings, so this employment stability and increased savings in concert with historically low interest rates have led to a su- substantial uptick in demand resulting in a year-over-year increase in existing home sales despite the pandemic. might be several months before substantial progress is made in terms of available supply and price growth. Price growth will likely continue to accelerate until conditions improve. So that is what I'm seeing is multiple offers and there's some real gamesmanship on how to get your offer accepted. And, um, so you'll just need to work with a professional to, uh, see the place first, or even, I don't know if they can do it or not, but see it while it's off market, but just, I think getting there first, you know, if you can get there within the first five to eight hours, I think you have a chance of getting in there first, but, um, you know, sometimes an, an agent will have, have a period of time where they check the interest, uh, you know, gauge the interest of what's going on. So, um, back to the pending home sales. This is a, uh, forward looking index and it's, and it's, it's, um, collected from the MLS records. And 
Uh, it's an index that is the pending sales. It doesn't, it, you know, sales are going to either happen or not, but the properties that go under contract is felt to be a reasonably accurate measure of what's going on in the market. So let me talk about this after. So the month over month decline in pending homes, uh, pending home sales was largely led by the Midwest where it declined by 3.6%. And an index is where you take one number and call it 100 the beginning and then you take the change and then you have an incremental period that you have to describe so this is month over month index so they took the previous month and then they took the the um, declining pending home sales of the next month and they divided they've divided the new month by the old month I think is how it works and then you times it by 100 so that's what an index is. You have you have to uh, preface it with when the time period of of comparison is, and that's what an index is. So the pending homes increased in the Northeast, and by 0.1 percent in the South, and the West remained constant with a with a month over month at 111.3. That's the index number. It doesn't have any units. So on an annual basis, the pending homes saw an increase in each region. 22% in the Northeast, 14 in the Midwest, 27 in the South, and the 19% in the West. So again, things are hyper-local. So just because you're in the South doesn't mean that you're going to follow these. You could be definitely more or less by a good margin. So... Assuming that a foreseeable future in which interest rates are low, the economist from the National Association of Realtors said uh, existing home sales would hit 6.49 million, which would be a 15% increase from 5.64 million in 2020. So again, probably be slower price appreciation, more inventory hitting the market, um, probably 6.6% as increased confidence from home builders more inventory, and things like that. So that is kind of where I see it uh, in in relation to where the market is. Uh, listening to economists, listening to what realtors are seeing on the street, and what I've seen in my local market. So... That's what I have to say about the housing market. So just one thing before I sign off on this introductory uh, listing is something that, you know, I saw a reminder of is that what you need to be prepared for it at home. Fires are super dangerous and you should definitely check your smoke detectors, carbon monoxide detectors, um, and check the batteries once a month because fires are dangerous. They mostly start in the kitchen and there's a cool, I mean, multiple people die per day and multiple people are injured every day. Stoves, grease fires are common. You got it. Any kind of electrical cords, make sure they're secure, not fraying at, at any part of them and that your electrical outlets are not overloaded. Uh, so 
sometimes dust and spider webs can make a smoke alarm not function. And to use an acronym, which never works for me, on your fire extinguisher. So P, pull the small pin. A, aim it. Aim it low at the base of flames. And uh, squeeze the lever slowly and evenly and sweep it back and forth. So it might seem kind of corny, but P-A-S-S is the acronym. Um, there's difference between fires. There's um, there's class A, B, C, D, and E. So A is, you know, paper, wood, dry combustibles. You can put them out with water. Uh, class B, liquids, oils. You, get, you really need the dry powder or carbon dioxide and as well as C, fires that start from energized electrical equipment like computers. Uh, D is, where is D? I don't see D. Maybe it's down here. I don't know what D is, but E is, uh, I think D might have been metal. Yeah, I think D was like somehow metal gets hot enough to melt and burn. That's weird, but... Uh, it's usually in a commercial side, but that's D and Class E are electrical fires that occur at residences and require wet chemical extinguishers, and they can escalate very quickly. So, just a reminder about that. I uh, don't know how long I've spoken about this, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make them a little longer. So, um, hopefully, um, yeah, more valuable. But if you are interested in uh, getting refinanced, you can go to my website, simplifiedhomesales.com, and get a loan. As well as if you need to turn utilities on or off, uh, you can connect your utilities freely and easily through Utilities Connect. And you can uh, go go to a resource on, on my website uh, called Under Resources, Connect Your Utilities Free and Easy. So these... This this company, Utilities Connect, has set up a, a way to um, be your concierge. They'll connect all your cable, just not your city connections, but it's just you'll get a concierge, and it's free to you. It won't cost one cent extra than it would be to contact your utility providers on your own. So uh, whether you're staying in town or leaving town, uh, you can set up uh, USPS forwarding. Um, they're going to tell you about promotions and specials, uh, that your concierge will present the best products and promotions, and you'll get that highly trained moving expert that supports you throughout your moving journey for regard to, um, they'll even give kind of updates in your new area just to like community resources, moving to a new community. So they'll help you with surrounding schools, restaurants, and community parks and much more. And you'll get a moving checklist. So there's a lot to do and a short amount of time. So then you'll get a summary of everything. Uh, further, there is on my website a way to get a loan. And uh, in the truest sense, you can apply right there. The company Interlin does a soft pull of your credit. Uh, this could be for refinancing as well. They do a soft pull. And then they have in-house lenders and outside lenders. If you have um, a lender that you'd like to use, you can go through a process to get them within Interland and compete for your business. So they do a soft pull of your credit and get some of your qualifications and then they shop it around. And the best offer comes in 
and you are ultimately the decider for who you get your loan with. So I feel like it is much more competitive than, than going with a single online marketing person like um, Rocket Mortgage or some other ones that are advertising online. You really just have one shot at the apple. With Interland, you are able to shop your credentials around or what your your loan application you can shop it around and get uh, three four five offers for the best uh, best that they can do for you and then you go from there so you kind of have a quarterback working in your corner experienced quality people to handle your file with intro lens so if you go to simplifiedhomesales.com you can see that in the resources and um, we're going to be rolling out um Express offers, which is like iBuyer, if you have a house that uh, probably needs work, you're not. This, these are these are operations that um, take house, fix it, and put it back on the market. So that's what you're going to be looking for. But uh, it is in direct competition to iBuyers and uh, offers some unique benefits. So uh, if you want to get a referral for any kind of uh, service provider or in the real estate space, then you're welcome to contact me directly. So I'm going to sign off right now with my first episode of uh, buy a house, sell a house. I hope it's been a value and uh, endeavor to create weekly episodes, probably 30 to 40 minutes and uh, continue to add value to your real estate knowledge base. So thanks for watching and I'll see you next time. Bye.